Congratulations. It's the Breakfast Club 10-year anniversary. 10 years. 10 years at a Breakfast Club. Doing your thing. Doing what you're doing. And being honest with it. They had a job for 10 years. Everything's Gucci over there. Wow. 10 years. Shout out to the best doing it, man. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Damn. Y'all getting old. Y'all been holding it down for 10 years. DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Man, y'all been together longer than some people have been married. I'm proud of y'all. The voice of the culture. Peace, love, and uh, let's go to 20 years. Congratulations. Good morning, USA. Yo, 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 Yes, it's Friday. The weekend is here, damn it. Yes, it is, man. I was just telling Drum how, you know, uh, I like to walk off the elevator backwards. And then walk <laughs> Why? The, when I get off, because the security camera's in the elevator. So I walk off the elevator backwards, then walk down the hall backwards. Just so when they look back at it later on the security camera, they go, what the F? Just to, you know, you know keep, keep things spicy around here. That's all. Keep people on the Either that or you're inviting somebody somewhere. If you're walking back backwards. Man, you got to stop this. That's what it sounds like. You got to stop this. You're trying to bump into someone walking backwards. You got to stop this. You know I'm not at work today. You got to stop this. I'm in Atlanta. Yeah, you're a married man. Yeah, that's where you need to be, okay? <laughs> right, that's exactly where you need to be, sir. Oh, right? man. I'm, I'm out in Atlanta, of course. Uh, you know, I've been talking about this car show. It goes down in about uh, three weeks. So this is the last bit of planning. If, for people that don't know, the car show is totally, totally, totally mine. So when it comes to that, you have to plan out everything. You have to make sure everything is taken care of from security to uh, uh, sanitizing stations to you name it. Just want to make sure it's done. All the cars are put in the right place. All the amusement rides are put in the right place. So this is very. This is like my baby. I really enjoy it. So many people have offered me uh, money to buy it from me, but I like it. I, I, I really enjoy doing these car shows. I love cars. I love bringing the whole families out and I love to see you guys' families and everybody come out as a family to support. So July 3rd is my car show in Atlanta and August 14th. So I'm down here uh, making sure, doing the last minute preparations and arrangements. Shout out to Louis V. If you're on Revolt, you can see Louis V in the camera. Louis V is up here with me. He's a program director of Atlanta Station to Beat. So shout to Louis V. My guy, Louis V. 803 all day right there. I don't okay. know if that's your guy because he was like, yo, I called Charlemagne. Did Charlemagne change his number? I'm like, damn. I, I got to send it to him. I ain't get around to, you know, sending it to him yet. I'm going to send it to but him. But that's your guy, right? I just changed it. Goodness Do you got Christ. it? I don't even know if I gave it to you. You know I got it. I was the first person you gave That's it That's not true. I was with you in the store when you changed the number. You're a damn liar. <laughs> hey, listen, salute to Clarissa Shields, too. Okay, yeah, Clarissa, Clarissa Shields. Shields made her MMA debut last night sure in did. Atlantic City, and she won by TKO at 1 minute 44 seconds of the sure third did. round. Drop one of the clues bombs with Clarissa ass. Shields. Okay? She sure did. Probably we'll talk the, about it more. I'll front page news next. Yeah, hmm? yeah, she's definitely the best female boxer in the world, but it was just good to see her, you know, going to another sport and, you know, get a win. So salute to Clarissa Shields. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Polo G will be joining us today. His album's hey. in stores right now. You can stream it, download it, purchase it, however you get your music. He'll be joining us in a little bit. And then we got front page news. So if you took the vaccine and you're feeling a little funny, maybe your heart is beating out of control or something just doesn't feel right, well, CDC had an emergency meeting. We'll tell you about it when we come back. <laughs> and that's exactly why I be sitting my ass down and, t- and letting y'all stupid ass people go first. But God bless. <laughs> Oh my goodness. All right. And there's a lot of new music today. Uh, the Migos dropped a new album. Megan Thee Stallion dropped a new album. Polo G's new album. French Montana got a new single. So let's get into some new music. All right. This is Migos 
featuring Drake. And when we come back, front page news. It's the Breakfast Club. Come on. In. Hey, I haven't gotten to that Migos album yet, Coach. Me three. I'm going to catch a vibe to that later in the gym. I know I love that Avalanche record, though. That's the, that's the one we should have played. We got to play that later on. All right. Well, let's get in some front page news. Now, last night, NBA scores, playoffs. Right? The Bucks beat the Nets 86 to 83. Bucks is seven. Game. Great game. That's no, still it was away. not a great game. Yes, that it game was. was. Trash. No, it wasn't. Nets was down about? by like 25, and they came back. First that was a good game. First of all, you got the two highest scoring teams in the league. Both of them only scored like what 80, 80 something points. 86 okay? and they, they, they were ter- they were so off. Both of them were so off yesterday. That was a, it was a horrible offense. I thought it was game. a good game. Defensive game. It was a great game. 86, no, they were just missing Nets a lot would, of shots. Everybody well, the Nets was, missed a lot of shots as well. Bucks, that's what I'm saying. Bucks and Nets were just missing a lot of shots. That was a trash ass game. I'm glad the Bucks got the win though. But Bucks in seven. Nets, Nets should have came back and took that one. And also last night, the Jazz beat the Clippers 117-111. All right, now, Clarissa Shields, you know her. She's a boxer. She's from Atlantic mm-hmm. City. She fought her first MMA fight. Uh, they said that she was down the first two rounds. They said the first two rounds, she looked a little sluggish, didn't really know what to do. But they said the third round, TKO, one minute and 44 seconds. They said they, that Shields whooped that girl's ass. So congratulations to Clarissa she's Shields. Not, she's not from Atlantic City, though. She's from Flint, she's Flint Michigan, man. Oh, Flint, Michigan. She fought in Atlantic City. Fought in Atlantic City, yeah. My bad. Do we have audio for uh, after the fight? What she said at all? No. No. Jesus Christ. Drop on the clues bomb for Clarissa Shields, though. That's the homie right there. I like mm-hmm. you know. You, we already know she's a, a phenomenal boxer, but to see her getting that MMA ring last night and handle her business, uh, salute to her. Yes. Also, they're saying if you took the Moderna shot or the Pfizer shot and you have some heart inflammation. Well, they're having an emergency CDC meeting, and they're talking about it because a lot of people are having this heart inflammation. The CDC is looking into reports that a very small number of teenagers who received the COVID vaccine have experienced heart problems with a condition called myocarditis. The CDC found reports of the condition seem to occur predominantly in adolescents and young adults, more often in males than females, more often following dose number two than the first dose, and typically within four days after that vaccination. The CDC has yet to determine whether there is any evidence that the vaccine caused the heart condition. Hey, man, listen, everybody who got the vaccine, salute to you, but this is why I don't want to be first. I'm not an anti-vaxxer by any means, but I'm not a first in line either, okay? And I keep telling y'all, last year, you know, I had I had quite a few doctors tell me, just wait, just wait until, just wait until maybe next fall to get the vaccine, if you can. That's what they told me. Yeah, well, they're saying 226 reports, and it, it's seen in adolescents, and that was part, that was the reason why I didn't uh, have my kids get the shot, and I I was the only one, me and my wife were the only ones that get the shot. Um, but, you know, they're saying it's only 226, they're having a, a meeting, they're checking it out. You think it's a coincidence that your wife got the shot and she got pregnant? You think that's a coincidence? What? Huh? What are you talking about? You think that's a coincidence? Yes, oh. because she was pregnant before we she took the shot. Yeah, how do we know pregnancy is not a side effect of the vaccine? No shot. Are you pregnant, right? Oh, you not. You didn't take the shot. Nope. Huh. Uh, why am I? Why do I have this conversation with you? All right, and that is and that's front page news. <laughs> <laughs> Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open. Maybe you had a bad night, bad morning, or maybe you just need to get some things off your chest. Or want to holler at bromance in the morning. Me, Charlemagne, and Drama. Who said it's a bromance? Bro, what's up with this guy this morning, Drama? It's not a bromance. You started. You said you walked out the elevator backwards and started walking down the hall backwards. Nothing to do with you. That started the bromance. And I was playing jokes on the security camera, people. That had nothing to do with Mm -hmm. you, sir.
Why you say mm-hmm like that? Get it off your <laughs> chest. That wasn't me. Five, eight, no, that was Dramos. Dramos acting like we empanadas in here. Call us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Hey, what's going on? Breakfast Club. It's Nick D from Michigan, man. Nick what D. What up, Joe? Man, what's poppin'? Hey, can we drop a bomb for Ray J, man? That's my guy. That man was holding it down. He was, word. In the world. Yeah, you not- need a friend like that. Word is born. You need a friend like that. Man, look, I'm, I'm the only married one out of our group of friends. As a former pot myself, that is the hardest in the world. No, it's not. Nope. No, 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 no. No, not, not, not being faithful, but to protect your man while he acting up. No, that's me. And and, and you know when you realize you change, like Wax will always tell his story about how he called me one day, you know, and put me on speaker to to help him get out the room with with a young lady, and I was like, nah, bro, I'm not doing this on speakerphone. (laughs) Just because I refuse to be a part of any debauchery. Spell that word. Black men don't cheat. <laughs> Spell that word. D botch. E R Y. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Raya from Brooklyn. Good hey. Morning. Get it off your chest, mama. So, um, I think about a week ago. Um, with two young white kids that was shooting at the top. What what situation are you talking about? Yeah, we can barely hear you, mama. Um, I'm sorry. It was a twelve year old boy. And a fourteen-year-old girl. They. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, and I feel like first of all, it took them forty-five minutes to like talk the kids down from shooting them. While it's on the spot, Timmy Rice got shot with a fake gun in his hand, and these people knew these kids had rifles in their hands. They assembled the rifles and everything in the presence of the cops. And once they started shooting at the cops, of course the cops shot back. But when the girl got shot, they really ran to her rescue. Like, I know you, 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 you should have heard them on the call, on the phone call. The police was like, oh my God, those are kids. All right, everybody stand down. Don't fire your weapons. Put your guns down there, kids. What happened? I don't know the story. I'm sure there's a lot of these people two, that don't know these, the story. A 12 year old and a 14 year old broke out of a, a, a home for troubled youth. They stumbled upon a house that yeah. had some guns. They found the guns and went shooting at police. I'm going to be honest with you, the whole story sounds fake. I, it just really does. Like, I'm like, they just, two kids just. Come leave a troubled youth home and just find some guns at somebody's house and then go shoot police. And Something know how about to put the story together, know wild. how to shoot them and no safety. Yeah, that that did sound wild. I remember the story safe now. Or, safe or not, I still feel like like if it's out there, why like the way they talk about these black young kids doing this and doing that, why aren't they talking? But there's no uproar about this, and I feel like it should be more. This should be in the news way more than it's. I agree. Right. No, I agree with you. And. Because if it was two little black kids, trust me, they would have got their background, they would this thug, that thug, and it's like just nothing is really being said about these two kids. So I agree. The moment I heard the story, it frustrated me. I'm just like, I'm still not hearing about this. Yeah. Well, thank you for calling, Queen. Thank you, Mama. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So, so you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on the Breakfast Club.
Hello, who's this? Chris. Hey, what's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Nah, I was just trying to talk about this whole COVID shit, man. I'm trying to figure out why they, why they push the COVID so much, but they're not talking about, like, the flu. Like, you know, the flu having killed millions of people, too. I literally said that yesterday. I was like, damn, did anybody get the flu last year? So, no, I'm saying, they have, I don't like, think the so. flu just went away. They don't even talk about the flu no more. It's just COVID, COVID-19 and, and police killing. That's all they talk about now. Damn. You right, King. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for your yeah. call, man. All right, boss. Man. Hello, who's this? Oh, this is Juice Hefner. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Oh, man. I just want to... I'm, I'm happy that I got me a new job. I'm moving. Finally getting out of my hometown. And I'm just happy, man. Okay. okay congratulations, hey, congrats, brother. Congrats, bro. I'm happy please, for... Please. I, I want to see if I can get a book. Which one you want? I got um, I got Tamika Mallory, State of Emergency, How to Win in the Country We Built. And I got yeah. uh, The Unapologetic Guide to Black Mental Health. You want both of them? I'll just send both of them. Want, yeah, I want both. I'm going to well, send both of them. Hold on the line. Them. Hold on the line, all right? All right. Hello, who's this? Yo, this is KT. Peace, guys. Peace. Peace, King. What's up, bro? Get it off your chest. Man, all right, check that, man. You know, 2021, man, it's a lot going on. But one of the things that's going on, man, is our children, man, are going far to the left field. You feel me? What you mean? Okay, I got four daughters. Yep. Mm-hmm. All all of them are like 11, 12, 13, and the youngest one is, is like 10. Mm-hmm. But, you know, they, they, we have a real lit family. So they stay together all the time, kick together. And all of them like females, you know. So it's like yesterday they wanted to go to the pool because it's hot in Columbia. I mean, it was it was raining, but you know it's still hot. You know oh, you in the Met? You in the Met? Yeah, gotta know that man. Bro. Okay. So, I mean, you going down? But go ahead. My daughter has came to one of these little girls over here and be laying in the lap. You know what I mean? And and it just disturbs me how we don't have a like I guess like a natural jet. Like uh, like when we were little, we used to go outside play in the woods. And I mean, excuse me, play, and we had to be on the phone. And it seems like the internet is making our females even like females. You know, on the internet, females is just polarized, like females all day. Like, I mean, bro, bro, they're 10, 11, 12, 13, and 14. They, they have friends. You, you can't tell what somebody's sexuality at 10, 11, and 12. They're just exploring their friends. That's what y'all talking about? Yeah, that's what he was saying. He was saying this girl is all in his, his other girl's laps and then they're thought, on TV and they're watching TV and they're not doing it. But you don't know what it I is. I thought y'all it? talking about playing outside. No. Yeah, no. He's talking about like, their sexuality. When we, young, when we were young, we used to have to go outside. Nowadays, they're on the phone, they're on the that internet. True. And nowadays, on the internet, you, you you see way more these Instagram models and things like that. You see a lot of that on, in, on, on the internet. You know, yeah. Instagram model dudes like, yeah, what's up? You know what I mean? So, Sounds like you're upset because your daughters might be gay. I, what, where are we getting this part? I don't get this part of the story. What did I miss to where your your daughters might be gay? I ain't hear that part. That's where the, the, I feel like the generation gap is going at. Like, the, the females are more keen to females also. Are you listening to him, Sean? Hey, listen but listen, twice. don't you listen? Now let's be let's be honest. I'm just asking. Don't you like girls that like girls? Stop it. This is I'm just, no. Man. I know that's his daughters, but see, that's the hypocr- yes, that's the hypocrisy of us as people. Yes, I do. <laughs> All right, then. So I don't understand why you would be upset if your girl likes another girl if you like girls that like girls. And they're still young, bro. Let them let them exp- let them enjoy life, experience things. We why they ain't tell that to Dwayne Wade? Huh? Hey, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. I don't even know what you're talking about no more. Me neither. I haven't followed the conversation. I was listening that he started talking about being in the woods and being outside. Is I don't. No, he was saying that his his daughters are online, and he feels like the the fact that they're online and not outside playing in the woods. He said online is 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 forcing them to be uh, like girls, and he doesn't like it. That's what he was saying. How did the Instagram thoughts get a shot in this? Though I, I don't know how the Instagram. Th- I don't even know how how Dwayne Wade's daughter got a shot. Saying, I don't know. Is he saying that he, they, these young women are in, uh, influenced by what they see on Instagram? So I believe so. That's what he was trying to say. Oh, okay. All right. He's probably right. Okay. But people like what they like. I just I just think the hypocrisy that, you know, guys love girls that like girls until that girl is their daughter. Yeah, but I think people are too sensitive. They're 10, 11, and 12. I mean, Charlamagne, didn't you run out the house dressed up as a, what what girl group or boy group and your father smacked you in the back of your head and said, That, never, that, that never happened. I don't uh, even know why you lie like that? that. Like, I mean, you just told yes, a whole... Did. did he say something about that? Just, in your book? I've never said nothing like that. You, no, you just made a whole YouTube conspiracy theory lie up okay. saying that I was dressed like a girl, somebody from a girl group and ran out of a house. My dad's that wasn't the story. Uh, and if story. you want to read the story, go get my first book, <laughs> Black Privilege Opportunity Comes to Those Who Created. But that definitely was not the story that interview told. It's just a fantasy. I thought you were dressing up as in Vogue in the book. That's what, they That's said. what that I thought. Never, I thought he was dressed up as in Vogue. Happened. He no, came outside, happened. his dad smacked him in the back of his head and said he was a basketball. In Vogue had nothing to do with this. That, wow. that, that, that had nothing. No, that's shout not true. Yeah, shout out to Vogue. Buy man. my first book, Black Privilege Opportunity Comes to Those Who Created. <laughs> New York Times bestseller, okay? All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way. You tell us, Envy. Hold <laughs> on. I got to get to it. Angelie's not here. I'm waiting for the producer. To I heard. Me. I heard that we're gonna be teasing. Uh, well, we should be teasing right now. Kendrick Perkins talking about Quavo. They was together on a uh, first take yesterday. I didn't want to do that one there. But yeah, we'll do that when we come back. Why not? It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee Rumor has it. on the Breakfast Club. So listen up. Now you're excited about this, Charlemagne. You're a huge boxing fan. What is what, what, what's the what's the what's the match? Lamar Odom versus Aaron Carter. Are you excited about this match tonight in Atlantic City? Nah, but I mean, I'm a, I, I, if it if it comes across my timeline, I'll watch it. Would you pay for it? Nah. Who's gonna win? I have no idea. I don't Who know. Who would you put your money on? Uh, probably Lamar Odom. They both look pretty bad. I don't know if you've seen them sparring or, or practicing. They both look pretty bad. I can't see them lasting two rounds. This, um, this is not a real boxing match, though. These are just two people that's going to go in there and be slugging. It's not like either one of them are fighters or have any background in fighting. So, yeah, I'll put my money on Lamar in that situation. Yeah, but I don't even think they can last two rounds. I think they're going to be too tired. I, bet I think I they're going to be too I, I've been watching them box. First of all, they can't swing. They they can't even fight the right way. They can't throw a punch the right way. It's going to be nasty and disgusting. But they've been training I'm putting my for money. this, right? Oh, man, stop. I put my money on Lamar Odom. All right, well, let me know who won because I'm definitely not buying that fight. Now, also, uh, Quavo and Kendrick Perkins talks about their beef. Now, if you don't know who Kendrick Perkins is, he played in the NBA. He's a sports analyst right now. And, you know, of course, you know Quavo. Now, they have a beef that's been going on for years now. And it all started from Quavo's uh, album where he threw a shot at Kendrick Perkins. Let's hear it. Every time your bitch phone rings, she working. Get no plan time, Kendrick Perkins. All right. Well, that's where it started. Well, Quavo talks about why he took a shot at Kendrick Perkins. I don't got no beef with him. He must have felt some type of way when I dropped them bars. And ever since then, he was saying my bars was weak, and I only was just stating facts. Why, yeah. why choose facts on Perk? When I was doing my solo album, I was actually watching the finals, 
my boy Big Perk had a suit on, man, when you was arguing and, and, and going at it with my boy Drake. And that was the Cleveland Finals, and you ain't really play like that, Perk. You ain't playing. You shouldn't be trying to fight. <laughs> well, Perkins' response to what Quavo said. I was minding my business and having a conversation with one of my former teammates and Serge Ibaka having a little fun with him at the time. And Drake had to interact with, with the conversation and shoot something my way. And where I'm from in Beaumont, Texas, in the country, we don't care about names. We don't care about none of that. You shoot something my way, I'm going to address you like the numbers on the house. I'm going to address you like the numbers on the house, <laughs> goddammit. Drop on a clues bomb for Kendrick Perkins, okay? The best part of this is that these brothers had a conversation, okay? Too many people talking about each other, you know, via uh, social media and YouTube and not talking to each other. And, you know, to see them on First Take yesterday having a conversation with each other, a civil conversation that was highly entertaining, I, I appreciate that. So drop on the clues bombs for Kendrick Perkins and Quavo. That's what you're supposed to do. Well, it goes a little further, all right? Now, Perkins... Uh talks to Quavo about uh, why he didn't get that much playing time during that series. Okay, at the time I wasn't. I was the 14, 15 man on the bench in my 13th year. But when I was putting in work, you probably still had Simulac on your breath when I was helping the <laughs> but Celtics hold on, hold go on, to hold the on, finals during also, that time. Hold on. So look, at the end of the day, go pull it up. Go put in crucial games. Game seven, I came out with 13, 10, and five against your Hawks. And in the Eastern Conference Finals, when they needed me the most, I stepped up my game against Detroit Pistons in a few games. You, I could pull up. One, for example, where I had 16, 15, and 7 blocks. <laughs> Listen, man, there's no real issue between them. Quavo said something in a rap record. Kendrick didn't like it. They had a convo about it. The end. That's it. All right. Well, That's they it. did They did squash their beef. Let's let's hear it. They said it's not no a real beef. beef. It was no beef. Also, Go. you let the Lakers steal one when you weren't supposed to be hurt. You remember that? No, but I'm saying I told my ACL, how can I control that? If ESPN ain't going to put AD in a wheelchair every time in the playoffs, why not do Big Perk like that? How am I going to play on the tour in ACL? Every, everybody, that, I everybody mean, that... jump, everybody roasts everybody in the playoffs who get hurt. Everybody right, roasts right. right. AD, AD no. when he get hurt. Look, I don't care. I got, I, got, I got tough skin. I'm not even tripping on that. All right, so they squashed it out. There's no beef. They were just going back and forth. It's over. That's what I'm saying. The best thing they did was have a conversation. Too many people talking about each other and not talking to each other. You know what I mean? And social media makes it easy to talk about people but not talk to people. So it's good to see them have that conversation together. And it's nothing. That's nothing. Yeah. Nothing there. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, when we come back, we got front page news. Uh, if you're having some heart inflammation, uh, it could be because of that Moderna or Pfizer shot. We'll tell you about it when we come back. But right now, let's get into another new joint. We've been playing new music all morning long. Megan Thee Stallion, she got a new joint. Uh, it's called Thadish. And it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela Yee here, and did you know that the General Insurance has been saving people money for nearly 60 years? That's a long time. So if you want the quality coverage you deserve at prices you can afford, check out The General. 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. Some restrictions apply. Hey. Morning, everybody. I bet, it's I bet Taylor, I bet Taylor, Taylor uh, is in the other room losing her mind to that Megan Thee Stallion right now. I guarantee it. I'm sure she is. Well, it is The Breakfast Club. It's a Friday, and let's get in some front-page news. All right, NBA playoffs last night. Milwaukee beat Brooklyn 86-83. Utah beat the Clippers 117-111. Did you watch both games, Charlamagne? I watched uh, the uh, Bucks-Nets game. Bucks in seven. 
Them, them West Coast games be on too late for me. Mm. And also Clarissa Shields. Congratulations to Clarissa Shields. Mm-hmm. She's been on the Breakfast Club before. She uh, won last night. She bre- uh, beat Brittany Elkin by TKO. This was her MMA debut. So That's right. congratulations Dro- to her. Dropping the clues bombs for Flint, Michigan's own Clarissa Shields. That's the homie right there. Salute to Clarissa. Now, do you 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 know who Jeffrey Tubin is, Charlemagne? Uh, that's the guy who was um, masturbating. He got caught masturbating on Zoom. I think. Yeah, he was, he last was on year, Zoom. This year. Yeah, he's a CNN analyst. He was masturbating. Caught. He was caught pleasuring himself on Zoom, and he was suspended. Pleasuring himself. Same masturbation, bro. Yeah, same difference. Um, <laughs> what? It's the same thing. Well, he's returning to CNN, and he addresses the situation. What the hell were you thinking? Well, obviously, <laughs> uh, I wasn't thinking very well or very much, and it was something that was inexplicable to me. I think one point, I, I wouldn't exactly say in my defense, because nothing is really in my defense. I didn't think I was on the call. I didn't think other people could see me. You so, thought that you had turned off your camera? Correct. I thought that I had turned off the Zoom call. Now, that's not a defense. This was deeply moronic and indefensible. It's not a defense, but they asked him a question. You know what I mean? Yes. What were you thinking? Hey, man, I thought the camera was off. He's not saying it was right. He's just saying that he thought the camera was off. What's the problem here? Well, the problem is you could have done that. You could have waited until after the Zoom call was over. The hell you mean? Would you whip out your meet and start doing that in a meeting if you was doing it live with people? But this is the thing. Maybe he thought he was off. Maybe (laughs) he thought the camera was off and he wanted to, you know, pleasure himself. Professionalism, people. He thought it was over. I don't care. You're on a meeting. What you mean? It was in the process of having a meeting at the time when he was doing it. His camera was off. He he figured just get a little quick one out and keep it moving. Well, because of all this, he's going to therapy to better himself. You know, I have spent the seven subsequent months, miserable months in my life, I can certainly confess, um, trying to be a better person. I mean, in therapy, trying to do some public service, um, working in a food bank, which I certainly am going to continue to do, working on a new book about the Oklahoma City bombing. But I am trying to become the kind of person that people can trust again. What? Listen, I'm this all, is bull crap, listen, guys. Not, relax, relax. Listen, masturbation. I'm all for therapy. I'm all for everything that that man is doing, but none of that's going to stop him from being an extra horny nigga. Okay, um, that's all this boils down to. But come on. I'm in therapy because I left the camera on by accident. What? Come on this now. Volunteering at the food bank for masturbation? None of that has what? anything to do with just being unprofessional. That was just simply unprofessional. There's a time and a place for everything. Sure. And masturbation on a Zoom call when you're talking to your fellow employees is not one of them. He might have thought the meeting was over and yeah. he just didn't end the camera and he just no, wants to say, you know what? what I'm just going to just do this right fast before I go back upstairs. And that's not what his happened. camera was on. He has to go to therapy for that? That's what, not what happened. What if his girl walked by naked? You know how that was that trend where you'd be like on a meeting and your girl would like flash you while you're on the meeting? Well, you got to wait until the meeting's over. Like, yo, come on. You have to have to have some professionalism. It's simple as that. It's a time and place for everything. Yeah. Bro, like, therapy on. for that, though? Yeah, therapy? That crazy. Come, yeah, therapy? That's, yeah, that's just silly. <laughs> that's just, I mean, I listen, by the way, I'm all for therapy. I'm all for the community service. Y'all know that. But no, not in this, for, in this case. <laughs> He's going like, to donate stop, at the food bro. bank. He's going to volunteer. I don't want your nasty hands on my food, okay? a book. All right, what do you do? What, what were you doing right before you came in and started passing out food at the food <laughs> bank? All right? Got to watch this guy. Definitely well, masturbating on his lunch break. Well, lastly, the CDC plans an emergency meeting for mm-hmm. some heart inflammation following COVID-19 vaccines. Dramas, that's what you're supposed to play the audio. Like, the audio is supposed to play right there. The CDC is looking into reports that a very small <laughs> number of teenagers who received the COVID vaccine have experienced heart problems with a condition called myocarditis. 
The CDC found reports of the condition seem to occur predominantly in adolescents and young adults, more often in males than females, more often following dose number two than the first dose, and typically within four days after that vaccination. The CDC has yet to determine whether there is any evidence that the vaccine caused the heart condition. What do you... Listen, man, like I said, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm just not a first-in-line vaccine either, okay? Let, let, let all the kinks get worked out. And then and then 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 go get your shots if you choose to. That's that's my motto. All right. And lastly, President Joe Biden's son. Hilarious. He allegedly used the N word in Hilarious. a series of bizarre conversations with his white lawyer. The messages. Uh, I guess he was saying. I don't. I don't know what he was saying. So you have the messages, Charlamagne. You want to read them out? Yes, I do, sir. I Hold know on. you do want to read them. Go ahead. This is hilarious. Uh, this is according to the New York Post, right? I mean, according to a bunch of outlets, but I saw it on the New York Post. Mm-hmm. Let me read one. Okay, this is Joe Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden says. Oh no, his lawyer says there is zero coverage or pickup of the story. Zip. They spent a ton of resources on it too for a year. Hunter replies allegedly, well, thank you, Michael Cohen. Oh, and you too. How much money do I owe you? Because, nigga, you better not be charging me Hennessy rates. <laughs> First of all, I need to know what the hell is Hennessy rates, okay? What is Hennessy rates? Hennessy rates, the Hennessy rates have never been that expensive. I want to know what Hunter meant by Hennessy rates. Oh, there's some other ones. There's some other ones in here where he's talking about his penis. Eh. Okay, so here's to go to the one okay. at the bottom. So there are, are ideals of unconditional love that yeah, serve as proxies. I don't have many. You, God, go. OMG, nigga. Did you just <laughs> use a fictional character? This is Hunter Biden, allegedly. OMG, right. nigga. Did you just use a fictional character from the imagination of the collective frightened and my dead brother's unconditional love is what I should rely on and my kids aren't children, George. Now, this is the attorney, allegedly. My parents' love was conditioned. This is Hunter, allegedly. My penis, as of late, has been unconditional. This is the lawyer, allegedly. That's why we are searching. Hunter Biden, allegedly, for my penis. <laughs> I'm not making this up. I'm not this making this up. New York Post. Yes, we're reading this. We got to keep going. And we will always be searching. Hunter Biden, allegedly. It's big penis, George. They always find it. And I only love you because you're black. I don't even know what that means. I thought George was white. Oh, he almost done. The uh, attorney, allegedly. It's so annoying when you interject with, what's that word? Frivolity. Yes. Yeah, frivolity. Okay. Hunter Biden <laughs> replies, allegedly, true that nigga. <laughs> I'm not making this up. We're not making this up. We're not making it up. I go to the New York Post. <laughs> Okay, I do, this is why y'all have to stop giving everybody what? cookout invitations because some white folks get way too comfortable. Okay, but I know for a fact that if that was any of Trump kids and they was using the <laughs> N-word in the exact same context, the media would be burning them down today. Okay, Jesus. I just wish y'all would give y'all own the same grace y'all give folks who are, who are uh, white and in the administration or family with the Bidens. Lord have mercy. All Jesus right, well, Christ. And I got is... to know what Hennessy rates is. <laughs> what the hell is Hennessy rates? What does that even mean? I don't know. All right. Well, that is your front page news. All right. When we come back, Polo G will be joining us. His album is out today. So we're going to kick it with Polo G when we come back. Don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. Polo G. Okay. Welcome, sir. Thanks for having me. New Young King. Hall of Fame comes out this week. Congratulations. 
You are not a morning person. <laughs> Why you say that? I can tell already. You're not oh dang, I am. I'm ready to go back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> what you was? What you was out last night? No, I actually went to sleep early at like two in the morning. That's early. Okay. Early two in the morning is early. Yeah, I usually be in the studio to like six, five. So they told you you had to do uh, morning radio. So it's like, man, let me get some sleep early. Yeah. And you like, I still don't feel like being there. <laughs> well, your life has changed a lot in the past three years. For sure. Yeah. Uh, congratulations on the new house. Everybody's seen that. Just That's crazy. Yeah, congrats on that. <laughs> Thank you, though. How'd that make you feel, man? They put the price out there. It was like $4 million, $5 million, something like that? Yeah. Um, it's just, I don't know. I guess it's like the level that I'm at now mm -hmm. in my uh, career. That's what it's a reflection of at this point. You got to change your number after a purchase like that, though. You start getting all kind of calls. Yeah. You probably getting them calls anyway. <laughs> for sure. So let's, for start, sure. let's start from the beginning. For people that don't know, you're from Chicago. And what what got you into to to rap? And I, I heard that you know it was a uh, prom time, and you told your mom during prom time you didn't want to go to school anymore. You wanted to pursue music. Yeah, it was actually I um I, I was supposed to have when I had got accepted to HBCU. Which one? Uh, Lincoln University. Okay. okay. So I was supposed to go there, and on my first day in school, I had just went to the studio instead and stayed in Chicago because I'm like I ain't got no money. I'm gonna be a struggling college student. I might as well pursue my rap career. But the um, prom was just the first time I ever had shot a solo video on my own. And from now, I just want to keep doing it. When, when you say you got accepted, was it for academics, athletics? Because you're kind of tall. Like when you walked in, I was like, man, he played ball? He used to play ball or something? I was, I was, I had planned to hoop down there, but I ain't got to get accepted for like no, you feel mm -hmm. me, scholarship for mm -hmm. hooping. And what did your mom say? Because your mom, is, is she's your manager now, right? Correct? Yeah. And, and your manager back then. So what was she... What were, what were her thoughts when you said, nah, ma, I don't want to do this no more. I want to pursue music. Because you had an older sister that also tried music at one time, too. Yeah. Like, my sister, the real reason, one of the real reasons that I ever started to take up music, because I seen all the attention she would get from all our family, like, where they would put on front street to sing and give her a lot of attention from that. Come here, but, baby. On holidays. <laughs> come in and come sing yeah. that song. <laughs> yeah. But it was back then, my, my um, I, like, I, I really handled everything on my own as far as taking care of music. It was like when stuff started to get serious when I involved my uh, OG, my is, mama. Is but you, you did start writing a lot younger though, right? Like when Yeah, you were... probably I made my first song when I was like nine years old. You remember what it was? Yeah. What was it? <laughs> what you saying? Like the same the song, song? The song called? Like what was the hook? Give us a little uh, snippet. <laughs> no. <laughs> you remember that, huh? Was you rapping over a beat or? No, I had just made like a little freestyle because like in our, at school, we have a little freestyle where, I mean, we have a little point in time where people just rapping in the back of the classroom or mm -hmm. something. And then I just, I, that's my go-to rap every time. <laughs> and so I had it memorized like still to this day, but it's just like. What was it about? It got to be a video yeah, out there somewhere. what was it about? <laughs> A bunch of stuff I wasn't supposed to be rapping about it. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, you from Chicago. Y'all be having to grow up fast. Yeah. Man, do you feel like a rap star yet? Because you had a number one album in the country. You're doing songs with Wayne and Nicki. Do you feel like a rap star? Yeah, at this point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what well, Can I ask you, what did your mom do before all this? Because it feels like she got connections and she really knows how to get things popping. So I'm just curious, what was, what was she doing before uh, she was managing you guys? Well, she, uh, my, my, my mom was like always like a businesswoman. Like she used to do like property management and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So she always had a business mind. Mm -hmm. We just, uh, we just, I just um, ended up like 
putting it into her head, like, maybe you should do this because that's the only person I feel like I could trust in a slimy game like music business. Mm-hmm. I think that's dope because there is nobody you could trust like your mom. And the fact that she's mm-hmm. supportive, because sometimes people's parents could be like, okay, you got to be realistic. Mm-hmm. And the fact that she was able to make that transition, and it seems like she's doing a great job. Yeah, for sure. How, how do you relate to the, the kids so much and the, and the teens? And the reason I ask that is, you know, I, I, you ask my son who's 17, who his favorite artist are, he goes Juice World and Polo G, mm-hmm. right? And the reason I find out what's popping is I work out with him in the gym. Well, he works out and I, I halfway work out. Well, he works out, but he I give him the ox and, and say, so how do you relate to those teens? And I see, like, the teens love you. like they He's only 22. Huh? He's only 22. Yeah, but still, there's still a lot of artists that's 22 that don't relate to the teens like that. How long you been rapping? Like, there's a timeline. Like, <laughs> I could say I made my first video when I was 18. Yeah. So he's a, he's still a teen himself. No, but there's a lot of artists that are 22 and 23, 24 years old. You're 24, right? I'm 22. 22, my bad. 22 years old. That artist is an older demographic but the teens the young teens like I mean how, how do you relate to them it's really um, <laughs> my, I feel like my subject matter me trying to show that I'm relatable cause I don't really approach music like as if I'm above or I done seen everything or went through everything I'm just saying yeah what I'm going through right now you probably going through the same thing I've been there before mm-hmm. and even just in our upbringing with social media playing on your psyche or your mood I just know a lot of us going through that type of depression or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. and me speaking on that, and music kids relate to that. Yeah. You, know. you yeah. dealt with a lot of loss in your life already, too. Yeah. To be so young. And I, I saw that you had spoken honestly about kicking like a, you know, not using drugs anymore either. Yeah. So what was that like for you? Because I know sometimes that's not an easy thing to do when you're using that sometimes to numb the feelings that you might have going on and then just giving it up. It was really just trying to um, have a better mindset and just not be so reliant on a momentary feeling, I mean, a temporary feeling, you feel me, just to um, get through or get by. And then a lot of that stemmed from me having a son knowing that I don't want to be around him like that. It's good that you got the self-awareness to know that, you know, social media does impact your mood. Mm-hmm. I heard that on what was the what, was, what album was it? I forgot, but you were saying, um, you know, you do all that for a post on the shade room. Yeah, <laughs> no, I say I um, a type dude get excited. Get excited, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> How, when did you realize that social media really does impact your mood in that way? Just paying attention to my own, paying attention to the way that I feel on my own. Like mm-hmm. I, I coming up, I was never a social media guy. It was really more so when I started wanting to rap stuff like that and then I was just noticing like if I'm binging on social media it's like I feel like I ain't feeling like myself or mm-hmm. I'm feeling down so I take them times where I ain't on social media for a week or two and you feel me with my with my um with my career being where it's at knowing that I gotta be more active on it I'm just more aware of mm-hmm. how that might play on my psyche so just giving my own self free time or airtime. So you disconnect on purpose yeah that's real how that's difficult real. was it to get off of those drugs like I'm a strong-minded person like I ain't saying that like it was just so easy but you feel me to be um to be to, for me to have been on that same type of path for so long is one thing because I was going through what I was going through but then it was like I'm I'm no longer in the same space that I was back then so mm-hmm. I don't got to rely on that so much I got the means necessary to go book a flight if I want to or get away so it's just me just paying attention to shit like that 
Did was you feel it something that your that mom you? and your girl noticed? What you mean? Like were they were they like concerned? You know how sometimes you can do things and it could be like just recreational, not that. Or was it something where it's like, look, we gotta discuss this? No, it didn't get to the point. That point, it was just all me. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just like, no, this this ain't this ain't what I should be on right now. All right, we got more with Polo G. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with Polo G. Charlamagne. You say you feel like a rap star now. What made you start feeling like a rap star? Was it the money? I mean, that's no. I can't even say money. I say me being in a lot of like compare. I've been living in Cali for almost three years, mm-hmm. so. When I first came out there, it's like little to no people would know who I was. And then I ain't the type of person that's going to really care about that, but it'll make me think about it. Like, damn, I don't nobody know who I am. Then it's like more and more as time went on, it's like I can't walk on Rodeo now and just be the same person I was three years ago or on the mail road. Like, that's, that's them the moments and situations, just being able to reach out and touch people mm-hmm. that I knew that I was leveling up. And it's sad because there's no guide to it, right? There's no handbook to teach you how to handle being a rap star. Yeah, there's not. Cause it, and then, like I say, I ain't really more so tapped in with nobody experienced in the rap game that's really going to coach me or t- tell me hey, this is how you should go about this. It's a little one-offs here and there when I got involved with an artist, but I ain't never been locked in with somebody. Only person um, I could uh, say was Juice at one point in time, but n- nobody currently that I'm tapped in with that would be like, hey, this is how you got to move, you know? That's interesting that, like, nobody, like, especially being from Chicago, that's always been such a hip-hop spot. Mm-hmm. Like, none of the older artists put their arm around you and say, yo, Polo roll with me. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't, I ain't never really had that type of guidance in um in the rap game from another rapper. Listen, so mm-hmm. talk about how your girl makes you better because you did do the song comparing your relationship to Martin and Gina. What are some things that she does that really holds you down? Just really, um, are you just, blushing, bro? <laughs> <laughs> just really being there for me in the, in, in my times and needs, or just like you feel me. I've been where. With her, or you feel me, since before I had bread for real. So it's less like if we've been locked in, been homies all this time, and just having that genuine type of friendship, relationship that somebody you can lean on, depend on, whatever. You can trust her because you know she with you for you. Yeah, for sure. Is, is there ever a time when the mom role clashes with the manager role? No. No, not really. Because. I don't know. My, we just do a good job at like separating the two. And then it's like, I still hit her up on some, hey, Ma, how do I do this? How do I do that? <laughs> That's on a personal tip. So, But you can't get loud with your your, man, your mom manager. But I don't know. We know how to, because we done bumped heads enough before this. <laughs> so we know <laughs> our limits. <laughs> right. We know our limits at this point. Yeah, are you protective of your mom? Because I know people probably be trying to holler at her. How does that work? Nah, it's <laughs> like, like, look, cause, 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 like, I be getting a little means, like polo mama, this and that. <laughs> it's like I don't, I don't know. I am overprotective, but I know, like, I can't be like, you feel me? Like, she a grown woman, right? <laughs> But it's just like that dude gets me. But so, yeah, that's your mama. Of course it would. Of course it would. But you just want people to be respectful. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Now, with everything going on in Chicago, and as big as you are in Chicago, did you feel like you had to move out of Chicago to stay safe or to stay out of the BS? 
for sure because um the climate of chicago like feel me like i could be a, i could turn around and be a billionaire i could donate to 20 million charities i can live in hollywood as long as i want to but when i come back to chicago it's still they thinking of it from when you what, was, yep still in the streets yeah, yeah, yeah. so it's still somebody gonna want to hurt me touch me they mad because i made it out and i'm over here doing all this so it's like um i, I knew i had to get up out of there because that's a hateful city um to an extent like with all the stuff that go on does, does, it, does it make it hard for you to you know even want to give back no not at all um because I, 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 I love where I'm from though like it's 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 a it's a beautiful side to Chicago it's actually almost two different places in once you can stay downtown in Chicago and never see the crime never mm -hmm. see the violence so I always have love for my city in that regard and just that being where I come from I'm always show love but I know what it could be you know mm -hmm. but we also seen too you know out of town don't make it safe for rappers either you know god sure. god bless pop smoke you know mm -hmm. king von yeah so it's just like you know how do you how do you move even living in cali just being aware of my surroundings i'll be telling my homies um something like you gotta know your geography mm -hmm. like any city i go in i know okay it's probably bad over here or this city ain't nothing to be played with i don't underestimate nowhere or no man you know that's why i didn't like them posting the house you know what i'm saying i'm for like sure. okay Congrats to that young man, but God damn, don't put all his business out there like that. Oh, yeah, that's that's the tough thing about it. Now, you made a song called uh, "For the Love of New York." What, what do you love about New York so much that, that you wanted to make that record? I, I what I love about New York is the support that I get here because I know this was one of the big reasons my career popped off with Pop Out, and I had it uh, with Lil TJ, a big artist in New York. So whenever I used to come out here it'll be like I'm in Chicago or I do a show out here and it's sold out everybody coming showing me love mm -hmm. full disclosure my old ass thought you was from here until about maybe, maybe <laughs> a, a lot of people ago. thought I that I really thought you was from a lot of people. people I had no idea what, matter of fact when you went number one somebody was like he's from Chicago I thought he's from Chicago I thought he's from New York <laughs> yeah a lot of people used to say that too just out of spite I, I, I always knew uh, or felt the love here so mm -hmm. now explain what cap a lot is because that's the name of your label, but people didn't were, were confused with, with the name Capilot. Yeah, because um, the Atlanta context, like you lie, lie a lot records, lie a lot records. But in Chicago, that mean like you feel me, like you you ain't for none though. Basically, in a situation like you ain't gonna let nobody play with you. Mm -hmm. And who set up your your business? Because your business is set up well. You, you sell tons of merch. Mm -hmm. which brings millions of dollars. Your label is set up. Everything is set up the right way, and you usually don't see that for a new artist, especially a young artist. So who handled the business to say, we're going to set this up this way? Was it your mom? Was it your team? Like, who who did that? Or was it, it yourself? Was, it, was, it was all us collectively. And I know I came, and it, it and it'll just more so be an idea of mine. Like, I feel like we should do this. I feel like we should do this. And they're like, come on, we already ready for you to do that. You feel me? All us thinking that on the same so you had a plan when you before you did your deal y'all had y'all sat down and had a plan because most artists i don't think have plans they're just excited to get a deal but you had a plan yeah for sure i always had a plan as far as signing artists and then a lot of the artists i mean i say i'm a lot i only got two artists but the artists is that i'm tapped in with like i've been had a relationship with them for a minute even before i had signed them I, like i've been tapped in with them speaking to them every day so i always felt like that one day i'd be able to get them that type of opportunity what was the relationship like with Juice World? It was a 
relationship like with Juice Bro. It was just a genuine friendship. Like me and Juice didn't even like record music like that. We just kicked it at a time mm-hmm. with each other. That was just my homie. Y'all lived around each other or just like 10, 15 minutes away from each other. Wow. So I pulled up on them like every yeah, day. How Would hard you- is it for you to be social and you think it's necessary in this business to really like be friends with people? Because I know, like you said, it's hard to trust people. You know, you have your mom as your manager. You have your circle of, of close friends and family. So do you think that as an uh, artist, you have to be sociable? Uh, to an extent, because I know back then when I came in the game, like I didn't want to go to no parties, nothing nobody was throwing. Like I said, I didn't want to really get on uh, songs with people. And then later on down the line, I'm like, okay, I don't necessarily need to get a uh, song or a feature in with an artist or a network with an artist, but that will help my career get to the next level. So mm-hmm. and me knowing and understanding that, I just try to come out of my shell. Well, don't move. We got more with Polo G. When we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Polo G. His project is out right now. His album's out in stores right now, so stream it and download it. Charlamagne? Your mom being a, 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 you said a property manager before. Are you, are you investing back in Chicago? For sure. I still have yet to buy a property in Chicago, which is something that I'm working on. But... Um. Yeah, I I do. I want to do like income properties out there too. You have no shortage of watches. Is the two watch thing? Is that is that the new wave amongst the youngins? I saw because uh, even yesterday, Icewear Vezel had on two watches. That's the new thing. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I really just did this on some rapper shit though. <laughs> <laughs> really? Just be, do you feel like as a rapper you have to wear jewelry? Um, it's 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 good for like catching somebody eye for somebody because. People on the outside looking in to take this as like what type of level you want. Yeah, and, um, and they got a, just a few chains, little rope chain. They like, oh, he just just now getting in. Nigga really got that J on. They like, oh yeah, he's somebody. Let's he's, check it. Let's make sure it's real. Okay. <laughs> Let's make sure. Oh, Is it on, Nick? Oh, with the polo sign. Did you ever get in a problem with polo at all? Cease and desist, anything like that? No. Okay. That's real. The G is real. <laughs> What's this? One thirty. What does it say? 1300. You can't count, bro. That's a block. Okay, that 1300 real. <laughs> what else you got on them? Let me check one of these rings. Okay, what's that mean? That's the, that's the African League? <laughs> no, this say, this for Dialect in my eyes. Oh, Dialect, okay. Oh my gosh. This guy right here can't read. God damn, let me see. All right. Okay. This plane, this plane. Oh, ain't no diamonds. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so what is the? He good. So, he good. He good. He good. He good. So next up, wait. So you already have that planned out? Yeah, I, I got the album pattern. name already. I just really trying to for my next album after this, cause Hall of Fame turned in, signed, sailed, and delivered. My next album after this though, it's like I really like treating this summer like an off season. I'm trying to just really practice on a lot. Yeah. Is is death something you think about? You said, huh? Is death something you think about? Yeah, I think everybody think about death. <laughs> yeah, they, you feel me? Especially come from where we come from, that's mm-hmm. always a thought in the back of your head. And then on top of that, being a rapper, though, because it's like, that's just, I, I feel like in this last past decade or even five years is when rappers died the most. It does history. feel like that. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's always in the back of my mind. Yeah, and then it's like, where I live at in Cali, Every day you see a car flipped over or some shit, like on the e-way or something. Like, yeah, that shit always on the motherfucking mind. How do you get those thoughts out, though? How do you flush those 
those those negative thoughts out, those pessimistic thoughts, and think about life. Think about growing old. Um, just knowing what it is that I got to live for. Mm -hmm. A lot of people think you're reincarnated. You know, I'm from uh, South Carolina. And so, you know, Speaker Knuckles was my guy. Have you seen the YouTube conspiracy theories about Polo G actually being Speaker Knuckles? I don't know where they get that shit from. That is wild. What do you think of that when you see it? That is crazy. I don't even, I don't, I don't necessarily see the resemblance that they be saying I look like him. Because people say I look like 20 different motherfuckers. It's Chief Keefe all the time. <laughs> I think they just saying that because I'm from Chicago with dress though. But they literally, I mean, 20 minute videos saying that you are Speaker Knockers reincarnated. Not on some like you sound like him. Mm -hmm. Like you're really him. I'm like, like Speaker Knockers faked his death and came back as Polo G. <laughs> yeah, I ain't even watched the video though. Oh, I did. I got, I got, <laughs> I got caught. I, I, I got caught up. I'm not going to lie. But you, YouTube, I don't know how people believe anything they see on it. Right. I don't get it. What made you pick uh, living in Cali over New York? I'm like, like you, you living out here? Yeah. You like <laughs> okay. I do like it. I do like it. You like it out here? Like, I do, I do. Oh, look, I'm from I, here. I just feel like it's too, you need it's space. too busy out here. I like to be <laughs> to myself in the corner. You feel me? I'm, like I say, I'm damn near antisocial. I like to stay to myself. And Cali gave you that type of space. Mm -hmm. Why not the South? Because, I don't know, I, I, when I went to Atlanta, I feel like it's, Damn, they're just like the city, just like Chicago. So I'm like, mm -hmm. no. Nah. Then it's like it'd be a lot going on in Atlanta, like a lot going on. Now, I saw you recently tweet out uh, one of the most important things is to evolve from what you used to be. Mm -hmm. How have you evolved? I feel like I evolved mentally for sure. Just learning from my mistakes, a lot of trial and error. You got a lot of people praying for you. For sure. <laughs> so you got a spiritual foundation. For sure. I'm a spiritual person though. Mm -hmm. You got a you got a routine like when you wake up in the morning. Yeah, I say uh, I say my positive affirmations, and that's about it. Where do you get them from? What you mean? Like what? What you got a book? You got a something? No, on the I phone? just yeah, I just made my own little notes, mm -hmm. and then I just recite them, or I recorded a vo voice memo. Sometimes I just listen to them. What was it this morning? You saying what? You what mean? was your positive affirmation this morning? Like you want me to say one of. I think um, a few a few of them does be like um, saying that I'm confident, mm -hmm. I'm clear-minded, I don't, I'm, I'm in a positive, you feel me, mindset, mm -hmm. like that, just mm -hmm. to make sure that I keep them demons up off me. Man. That's right, that's right, <laughs> that's right. Aside from music, are there other um, things that you're pursuing right now? Yeah, I'm I'm definitely um, I'm trying to get into the jewelry business. Like I've been scoping out spots in Miami. And I really, I really had one already, but then it's like it went left. But I'm still trying to get in that. Um, to the jewelry business? Yeah, I want to be a, I want to own my own jewelry store. That's great. I love mm -hmm. that. You yeah. know how much support you'll get? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I got all these rivals that no other fuck they come through my shit. What's the name of it? Um, Black Ice Jewelry. Okay. All right, we'll support it. We'll buy some jewelry, and we have the diamond testers, and we see all your stuff is real, so I feel confident sure. in that. Well, let's let's get into a joint off the album. <laughs> the album is out right now. All of fame. What you want to hear? You play rap star. There all you right. go. Well, let's get into it now. We appreciate you for joining us. That's right, Polo G. Polo Dang. G. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Hey, Polo G. Shout out to him. His album is out mm -hmm. today. Make sure you pick it up. He just joined us, so shout out to Polo G. Now, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk Floyd Mayweather. It's about time. What's going on? Yo, yo. 
Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is the Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Now, some of the numbers are coming in about the Floyd Mayweather and Logan Paul fight. They're saying that the fight generated more than a million pay-per-view buys. Now, it was priced at $49.99, and if you think about it, let's say they sold a million, that's $50 million. Floyd allegedly gets 50% of that, so just off that fight, just off the pay-per-views, if it's only a million, he'll walk away with about $25 million. I mean, Logan Paul getting a nice little penny, too, because he was making a quarter million for the fight, and he gets 10% of the revenue, so. Yeah, that that's you know. good. Also, that's a, that's a great payday for a random ass Sunday. Mm-hmm. Now, Gary Owen, you know comedian Gary Owen, he's he's been on the Breakfast Clubs numerous times. He stopped by Wendy Williams, and Wendy got a little spicy with him. The first time we met, think like a man, but I was married, you were married. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, but you never looked at me that way. But I was looking like, okay, who is that? Oh really? I married at that time. I'm not dead. Oh wow. And. <laughs> <laughs> That's shocking with all the, you know, attractive men on Think Like a Man. That's kind of shocking. No, you stuck out to me. Really? <laughs> oh, gosh, he's nervous. <laughs> wow. When you taking this white boy summer thing a little too literal. God damn. <laughs> Goodness Jesus gracious. Jesus Christ, Wendy. Well, Gary Owen also talks about his divorce. His divorce has been all over social media, so he discusses it a little bit. I'm not a officially divorced. Well, I read the internet, okay, and you've got children. Yeah, we have adults. I just want to make sure there's no child support. Because it got out there that I'm a Debbie dad. She's, she put that on. But her kids are adults. What happened with the marriage, if you don't mind me asking? I've been silent the whole time. But we but, can talk now. Go. What happened? But my lawyer doesn't want me saying anything. I'll just say there's a big twist in my divorce that a lot of people don't know about. I mean, it's a doozy. But I can't speak on it yet. But it's, it's big. Gary got it. Gary should be respectful. You know what I mean? You got to be respectful in a situation like that. You got to you got to thread lightly. You know what I mean? Because there is. What did he say though? What did I'm he just say? Saying, I mean, the, the other day, all he did was post a shirt, and um, you know, his ex wife went off. So mm-hmm. imagine what she's gonna do after seeing Wendy. Mm. He's definitely gonna go off. Well, Wendy gets even more spicier. She really likes this white boy summer. She's watching right now as I flutter my eyes at you. Would you like to have dinner? <laughs> Because here's what I'm thinking, right? We go to Fresco by Scotto, you're gonna melt at the food. Really? <laughs> All right, just say no. No, I'm he's not, not saying, saying yes. I'm not saying, listen, what I'm not gonna do, I'm not saying yes, no, on the air. That's how more rumors get started. Yeah, but I can clear this up. I got the purple chair every day. Oh, that's right. So it's, yeah. it's like, yeah, you saw me ask him out. We went to Scotto, we had a good time. Jesus Christ. Then he took his Uber back to his hotel <laughs> and I took you know, my car back to my apartment. Wendy, right. yeah. we can yeah. see you. Okay, that's yeah. mm. We can see you, Wendy, you're on TV. If she that was flipped, if that was a dude doing that to a girl. Oh, it would be so uncomfortable. Oh, it would be World it, it, War III out here. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. 100%. But we know double standards exist, Dramos. Mm. Sorry, young man. You just learning this? <laughs> it's, it's uncomfortable. Sheesh. Well, shout out to Gary Owen. And he was trying to, he was trying to be political as possible. Like, no, Wendy, you know, rumors will start, so I can't. Oh. Out of that. Well, I have the chair. Well, no, Wendy, I don't like seafood. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm Wendy, allergic. Wendy is clearly done with Negroes. Okay. <laughs> it's been white boy summer since March for her.
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, and lastly, Meek Mill and the team, his uh, Reform Alliance team, shout to Michael Rubin, went to Richmond, Virginia, to meet up with the governor, and they wanted to change some probation laws. The governor signed House Bill 2038, which limits the amount of active incarceration a court can impose as a result of uh, a hearing for a probation violation. So it's the maximum amount of probation a citizen can incur is now five years from the time of their release which is pretty dope. So it'll help uh, people trying to get out of court and, and their probation won't be extra long. Hey, man, dropping the clues bombs from Meek Mill, Michael Rubin, and Farm Alliance. Can't nobody say they not doing the work, okay? They doing shout, the work. And shout to, yeah, shout to Meek Mill and shout to Michael Rubin, one of the uh, owners of the 76s. Michael Rubin really puts in the work behind the scenes and front does. of the scenes, no matter what. Like, he does. And even with what, my, my car show, in every city we do, I do my car show, I donate money to the city because I feel like if you make money in the city, you should give back to the city. We give back to the kids. And Mike Rubin was like, I want to match what you're doing, not only match what you're giving, but I want to give more. And not too many people want to do that. So salute to Michael Rubin and his team. No, really appreciate you guys. They, they donated to my, uh, my, my, my foundation, the Mental Wealth, the Mental Wealth Alliance as well. They donated to, to us a couple months back. So salute to them. Yeah, they do the work. They absolutely positively do the work. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. Now, Charlamagne, who are you giving that donkey to? We need a woman named Sherry Tenpenny to come to the front of the congregation. Uh, now, listen, I'm going to tell you something. I like where Sherry Tenpenny is going <laughs> with this. I really do. But it's just not real. But we'll talk about it for after that. All right. We'll get to that next. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. We got an, another new joint to play? We got a new joint to play? No, nah, we got Pop Smoke. Why say it like that? Now we got Pop Smoke. I, 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 I like that? Pop Smoke, but it's the same Pop Smoke song. So it's not like That's it. what I said. I thought we had the, oh, another Migos record. I thought we had French Montana up. record. We ain't got Play French Montana. Play Migos Avalanche, man. We ain't got Migos Avalanche. None Play of that? Migos Avalanche. Um, what did I say? Ambulance? Avalanche. Avalanche. Man, not Ambulance. Avalanche. Versions, we don't have no clean version? You ain't got French Montana either? All right. We'll play the Pop Smoke then. All right. Let's pop Smoke. Yeah. All right. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, it's Angela Yee. By using brands like Dove and Hellman's, you're supporting Unilever and the everyday good they do. Like donating more than $25 million worth of everyday products and services to groups like Feeding America this year. Visit UnileverDoesGood.com to support communities impacted by the pandemic. You get donkey of the day, you do dumb ass. You get donkey of the day, you do dumb ass. You are a donkey. It's time for Donkey of the Day. Donkey of the Day, huh? I'm going to fatten all that shit around your eye. They want this man to throw them blows, man. They wait for Charlemagne to tap these gloves. Let's go. They had to make a judgment of who was going to be on the Donkey of the Day. They Mm. chose you. It's a breakfast club, bitches. Who's Donkey of the Day today? Well, Donkey of the Day for Friday, June 11th goes to Sherry Tenpenny. Now, who is Sherry Tenpenny? She is a doctor in Ohio who is a known conspiracy theorist, uh, a licensed physician, and author of the book Saying No to Vaccines. Well, yesterday, Republican lawmakers in Ohio gave the microphone to her so she could share her views on the COVID-19 vaccine. She fielded questions for more than 45 minutes during a House Health Committee hearing on House Bill 248. Now, we've heard a lot of COVID vaccine theories okay we've heard that COVID-19 vaccines alter your DNA we heard the vaccine creation was rushed so it's not safe the vaccine is made with fetal tissue the vaccine contains a microchip that can track you which is so stupid because we all got phones the vaccine will alter your immune system the vaccine causes autism in children the vaccine causes female infertility 
this morning. They said the COVID vaccine is linked to heart issues. Look, man, a lot of folks, you know, who have their masters from YouTube University have a lot of theories about the COVID-19 vaccine, but they don't get invited in front of Republican lawmakers in Ohio to discuss them. Now, I don't know what's true and what's not true. I just know what they tell us is true and not true. But time will tell all. But I don't think time will ever be kind to Sherry Tenpenny's theory. See, Sherry believes that when it comes to the COVID-19 vaccine, if you get stuck, then things will stick. Brother Leonard, what do you mean? Uncle Charlotte, what are you saying? If you get stuck, then things will stick. Well, let's go to NBC4 Columbus for the report, please. This is Sherry Tenpenny. But I'm sure you've seen the pictures all over the Internet of people who've had these shots and now they're magnetized. They can put a key on their forehead. It sticks. They can put spoons and forks all over them and they can stick because now we think that there's a metal piece to that. There has been people who've long suspected that there was some sort of an interface yet to be defined, an interface between what's being injected in these shots and all of the 5G towers. Sherry Tenpenny believes that if you get the COVID-19 vaccine, then you become Magneto. If you're not a Marvel head like myself and you don't know who Magneto is, just know he's one of the strongest villains in the Marvel Universe, who Stan Lee once said was loosely based off Malcolm X. But his superpowers, he can generate and manipulate magnetic fields. His powers allow him to control metal. Okay, amongst other things. And Sherry Tenpenny, because she sees people on the Internet who have been vaccinated, sticking metal objects to their body, believes that the vaccine is causing that magnetization, uh, magnet, magnet, the magnet, you know what the hell I'm trying to say. Magnetism. Okay, there you go. The internet. Okay, the internet, the internet. Do we realize how much the internet is ruining us? It's like we don't even know what's real and what's not real anymore because we are all caught in this digital illusion. It's not even fun to troll anymore because people literally believe it. Okay, they believe any and everything they see online. This woman is a doctor, a licensed physician, and she feels like the COVID-19 vaccine causes people to be magnetized. The cartoon filter, Disney filter, dog filter on TikTok and Snapchat must have her so confused. She might really believe it's humans out here with dog heads. Now, this is where it gets good. She Sherry Tenpenny influenced a registered nurse named Joanna Overholt. Joanna spoke in front of lawmakers and defended Tenpenny's testimony, and she decided to do an experiment, uh, a little show and tell. She decided to place a key and a hairpin against her chest and neck to show lawmakers she is indeed magnetized. And that didn't go well. Listen. Yes, vaccines do harm people. By the way, so I just found out something when I was on lunch, and I wanted to show it to you. We were talking about Dr. Tenpenny's testimony about magnetic vaccine crystals. So this is what I found out. So I have a key and a bobby pin here. Explain to me why the key sticks to me. It sticks to my neck, too. No, it's not. Yeah, so if somebody can explain this, that would be great. (laughs) Any questions? Any questions? <laughs> what do you mean? How do you explain this? Explain what? It's not up, nor is it stuck. We are all watching you, Joanna. If the magnets don't stick, we must acquit. And the magnets did not stick. Explain to me why the key sticks to me. Because you sweaty. You sticky. Okay? Keys would stick to hot mayonnaise. Everyone knows this. You might as well have stood in that courtroom and put a spoon on your nose. That will stick to you. You know why? Because your nose fits very neatly into the curve of the bowl. The Earth's gravity pulls the bowl downward. This presses the spoon against your nose and helps with adhesion. Okay, the heavier the spoon, the more it presses against your nose. I feel like I learned that in elementary school. The whole sticking pennies on your forehead thing easily explained. Place the coin against your forehead and it remains there. Okay, just place the coin against the forehead and push it upward about an inch with pressure. The coin will remain there on its own. Look, Nick, you see? Look, you see this? This is a penny. Look what I did. Stick it up about an inch. Am I Magneto? 
You Whoa. might be. Do I look like Magneto? You kind of huh? Come on, man. I don't know why I stuck to my forehead just now, but I know it's not because I'm Magneto. Okay. By the way, all the incentives they giving out to get vaccines, this would really be the best one I heard. Okay. If the COVID-19 vaccine can turn me into a mutant and give me mutant powers, sign me up. Okay. Especially if it comes in mutant flavors. If I can pick what powers I get, awesome. We already got the Magneto. If they developed the storm vaccine where you can control the weather, the apocalypse vaccine, the Professor X vaccine where you can read people's minds and control them, people will sign up. Okay, that's the prize. All the lotteries and pre-roll joints, that's child's play. If I can get the COVID-19 vaccine and it gives me the same powers as Wolverine, I'm all in. I probably wouldn't get the Wolverine, though, because it wouldn't come with the uh, Admentium skeleton. So I would probably get the Franklin Richards. You know Franklin, the son of Reed Richards and Susan Storm. He's ranked the number one most powerful mutant on a lot of lists. If the COVID-19 vaccine can give me the ability to warp existing realities and create new ones as I see fit, if the COVID-19 vaccine can give me mutant powers and cause me to jump through time and cause entire universes to collapse, I'm all in. But it doesn't. Therefore, please let Remy Ma give Sherry Tenpenny the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. Are you dumb? Come on, man. I mean, the penny did stick to your head, though, bro. Shut up. <laughs> Hold on. I'm trying to stick a key to my cheek. It is, it is sticking. Whoa. It's stuck to you. Because of the way I have my head angled. I actually have my head angled slightly up. Therefore, the key is not sticking to my cheek. It's on top of my cheek. Watch when I move my head. Come on, guys. Come Leave on. Cheek like that. Let me see if I can put something there. Let Why does the sticks. honorary doctor have hmm. to tell the real doctors how to do this? Okay. All right. Well, mm-hmm. thank you for that donkey today. Yes. Now, indeed. when we come back, Bow Wow and Ray J were here yesterday, and uh, we were talking about. Uh, let's play the clip. You yeah, know, I don't want to see you running around like a single man. No, man. I don't partying want you to all do, week. I'm, listen, I'm I'm burnt out. Like, look, when I'm partying, I'm like this. I got the Raycons. I got the. Deli- I'm, I'm <laughs> That's the what I'm here for. And then look, yeah. when I'm done, I'm like this in the club, like this. It's crazy to hear Ray say, "I'm I'm wild." Like. Yeah, like, like I'm good. Like I, I, I'm, I'm, my jersey is on the board. Mm-hmm. So like, how does your how does your wife feel about you hanging with Mr. Moss? Cause he's still out yet. Well, we, yeah, my jersey, my jersey in the rafters yet. My shit is still on my back. My jersey on my back. All right, so we're asking 800-585-1051. If you're married, can you hang out with your single friends? Can you go to the club with your single friends? Can y'all be all conversing and and hanging and chilling and partying? Is that possible? We'll talk about it when we come back. Don't answer. I see you looking like that. 800-585-1051. What? I'll talk about it when I come back. <laughs> What's wrong with you? All right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, we're talking about Bow Wow and Ray J. They stopped through the other day, and uh, this is what they said. Yeah, yeah I don't want to see you running around like a single man. No, man. I don't partying want to all do. week. I'm, listen, I'm, I'm burnt out. Like, look, when I'm partying, I'm like this. I got the Raycons. I got the I'm, I'm <laughs> That's what I'm here for. And then, look, yeah. when I'm done, I'm like this in the club, like this. It's crazy to hear Ray say, I'm, I'm wild, like. 
Yeah, like, like I'm like good. Like I, I, I'm, my jersey is on the board. Mm-hmm. So like, how does your how does your wife feel about you hanging with Mr. Moss? Cause he's still out here. Well, we, well, yeah, my we, jersey, well, my jersey in the rafters yet. My shit is still on my back. My jersey back. So we're asking 800-585-1051. If you're married, can you hang around your single friends? Can y'all go clubbing? Can y'all go out? Can y'all do, you know, um, partying? So let me start with you, Charlemagne. Can you? Uh, I can't give you a general answer about this. Uh, people can do whatever the hell they want, but if you asking Lenard McKelvey, <laughs> okay, you asking Uncle Charlotte what he doing? Hell no, I won't go. Okay, I have no business hanging out with a bunch of single men running around a goddamn nightclub. Okay, I like being home with my queen and my three princesses. I don't envy that life at all. I don't miss it. I actually think it's a very sad existence. My skin never glowed the way it does now when I was living that kind of life. You saw poor Ray J in here after just a week of running the street with Bow Wow without his wife. He in here dehydrated as hell, okay? When I was living that kind of life, I was in a terrible mind state, all right? I don't want nothing to do with it. And furthermore, there's nothing better than hanging out with other couples, okay? It just just feels and looks fly. Also, let the record show, most of my single friends are women, but most of my friends are women. But the ones who do have mates, yes, I love uh, being out with them and their mate and uh, my, 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 my queen. I love it. Now, I uh, I disagree with you to an extent. Because you were DJ. Why. No, not only that. Now, I can go out with my single friends if I'm with my wife. If it's just me, there's nothing to go out with. I don't want to be out with you. There's, no, there's nothing to do. It's no, 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 no. Hey, listen, I, I can never give a general answer for this because people can do whatever the hell they want. I'm just Correct. telling you about me. About me. That's I right. ain't going. They don't even don't even invite me. I'm not even a good wingman no more. Wax will tell y'all. Wax, Wax tried to sit, send me on a dummy mission a few years ago, tried to get me to run interference for him. He put me on that speakerphone. I straight up said, I don't want no parts of this. <laughs> okay, black men don't cheat. All right, I am a faithful black male, and I will not even be an accessory the infidelity. Now that was a long time before Wax got engaged. It was that's before right before he had his baby. So let's right. just clear that up. I don't Salute, want to get my brother right. Wax in trouble. That's right. right. Salute the caller. That was a long call. Call it though. That that was a long time ago. Long, a long time, time ago. ago. Yes, All right. Yes. 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 So let's I've been, open up the I've, phone been I've been I've been putting my jersey in the Raptors. Matter of fact, I ain't even put my jersey in the Raptors. I burnt my jersey. I don't deserve to have that jersey retired. I ain't got no jersey. I don't know what you're talking about. I never played. Yeah, never played. I don't want to play. Republican senators got rid of all my history. Okay, I never played. Nope. Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hi, it's Angela from What's up, Angela? Angela, you married? I'm married for 16. How many years? 15. 15. Congratulations, Queen. Yeah, congratulations. Do you be hanging out with your, your single friends? I sure do. Really? Where y'all yes, go? I do. We go to like party, club, bars, Sounds to me like you're hell of excited about making the Stallions' new song, Thought Yes, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm call- Give me your husband number right now. No. <laughs> do y'all have an understanding? We do. We trust each other. So why do you feel the need? You just yeah. feel you just want to go out and live your out? old wild out days. Yeah, you want to stay home with your hubby. You want to relax a hubby with hubby. Um, we relax together. You ain't even got a healthy phone. How you got a healthy relationship? <laughs> you ain't even got Damn a healthy it, phone. Man. Damn it, man! All right, let's go to another caller. Hello, who's this? Hey, it's Rico. Rico, what's up, brother? You married, Rico? Yeah, I'm married. You be hanging out with your single boys? Yeah, so last week, it, my wife had to dig real deep. She let me go out uh, to a cousin's trip. Uh, you know, my guy cousins, they were single. My girl cousins, some of them single. 
had to dig real deep and let me go there. And you know why I respect you? Because most brothers wouldn't, wouldn't say that, right? And you said something that's very particular to me and I'm sure Charlemagne. You said your wife let you go out. Oh, yeah. Well, look, let me tell you, we've been together since we were maybe 17, 18 years old. I'm 35 now. We got three kids, a beautiful family. And she left me one time and, and left me to Florida. We live in Florida now. We used to live in Illinois. She left me and came to Florida. You know what I mean? Like, because I was a dog. So it was like... You deserved it. Yes, we live in that. Yeah, yeah. So we live in that, uh, live in that good life, um, living the dream. And uh, she, um, she she had to dig real deep and let me go out with the dog. Yeah, it's so. not permission, but you got to get the okay. And no, she, it is and, permission. You know what's interesting? <laughs> you got to get the okay. What's interesting is how our wives talk to our inner child. Because there's been plenty of times people have said things to me, and I'd be like, man, my wife ain't letting me go to that. You, you know what I mean? Just like thing. how back in the day you'd be like, my mom ain't letting me go to that. My wife ain't letting me go to <laughs> my that. My wife ain't letting me go to that. Yeah, you might you might as well blow up, blow up, blow up and, uh, and go to sleep. Ain't nobody going out no more. That's the days over. 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 My uh, shoulder hurt right uh, now. Just all this talking going out. My shoulder hurting. 800-585-1051. Let's get into Amigos Joint Avalanche. Their album is out today. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I like it. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club Top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking a conversation we had with Bow Wow and Ray J yesterday. Let's play a snippet of it. Yeah, yeah I don't want to see you running around like a single man. No, man. I don't partying want to. Partying all week. I'm, listen, I'm, I'm burnt out. Like, look, when I'm partying, I'm like this. I got the Raycons. I got the <laughs> That's what I'm here for. And then look, yeah. when I'm done, I'm like this in the club, like this. It's crazy to hear Ray say, I'm I'm wild. Like, yeah, like, like I'm like, good. Like, I, I'm I, I'm, I'm, my, my jersey is on the board. Mm-hmm. So, my, how does, you, how does your wife that. feel about you hanging with Mr. Moss? Because he's still out here. Well, we, yeah, my jersey ain't in the rafters yet. My shit is still on my back. My jersey on my back. So we're asking 800-585-1051. If you're married, are you allowed to hang out with your single friends? Do you hang out with your single friends? Let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hello? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, what, man? <laughs> yeah, what's going on? You acting like your woman listening to you right now. Yeah. <laughs> she probably is. I believe so. Now so talk are, to us about hanging out with your single friends. Are you allowed? Are you, are you allowed to? No, nah, I mean, I mean honestly, yes, I am allowed, and I believe that you should um be able to go out with your. I mean, I, I, I'm basically um, you know, I'm engaged, so I believe it is possible to go do it, and I do it all the time. But the thing is, you gotta be honest with yourself and know when you're about to put yourself in a mess up predicament. Because I do it all the time, and I honestly thought, like, you know what, I'm leaving. They're like, why? I'm like, cause I don't trust myself. I know I got something. I know I'm gonna mess up and do something that I know I'm gonna regret, and I'm not gonna let temporary decision make a permanent, uh, temporary emotion make a permanent decision. So there you go. It. All right, so there on, you brother. go. Thank you, brother. Let's go to another caller. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, what's your name, Mama? Hi, this is Lanesia. Hey, Lanesia, you married? I am. Are you allowed? Well, I'm not gonna say you're allowed. Do you hang out with your single friends? All the time. Really? Where y'all go? To clubs and party? Um, we don't really do big clubs. We do like lounges, bars, dinner, stuff like that. Okay. And you don't feel the way you you hanging out? They kicking it to guys? Are guys kicking it to them? Coming up to you and you just sitting there twiddling your thumbs? I don't twiddle my thumbs. I engage. I talk. I have a good time. Mm-hmm. About choices, you know. If you're 
dedicated, if you're mature enough to make the right choices, there's nothing wrong with hanging out with your single friends. Okay. You know, by the way, yeah. another Thank reason you, another reason I don't have no business out with a bunch of single people is because when I am out, I'd be missing my wife. If if I'm out and my wife not with me, I'm I just be missing her. Like you have a better chance of me coming to an event if she's with me and a better chance of me staying longer if she's with me. If she Yeah, not and I said the same thing I said that earlier. Yeah, I go out with my single friends, but usually my wife is with me. Because like you said, I'm bored. I ain't got nothing to do. So I love hanging out with my wife. Let's go to the club. Let's go watch the game. Let's go Let's go do those type of things. I enjoy it. I also want to tell y'all something, man. This is a true story. What's that? I promised to God all my life. Mm-hmm. Last night I had a dream. Of me? Man, shut up. Last night I had a dream. This is very true. This is how I know me and my wife are the, the same individual. I had a dream last night that I was about to cheat. I don't even know who the person was in the dream or any of that. And I felt guilty in the dream. So, I, you know, I, you know how you'd be dreaming about something and you can feel the feeling. Mm-hmm. So I felt guilty in the dream and I stopped myself and I woke up, right? Bro, why my wife texted me this morning? I promise to God. My wife texted me this morning and said, I had a dream you did some dumb sh- and woke up wanting to F you up. Mm. But good morning, though. So then Ooh. I told her about my dream and she replied to me, you and your subconscious better simmer down. Mm. Damn. I just got, well, what was his name, Charlamagne? Man, shut up, man. <laughs> What's the moral of the story? The moral of the story is you better simmer down, okay? <laughs> That's what the moral of the goddamn story is. Sit your old ass down. Be happy that you got you a queen, all right, and you got some quick kids at home that you can go home to. You ain't missing nothing in them streets. I don't care how much they scream about outside, outside. People that love to be outside are homeless. I'm telling you, <laughs> they have no foundation. I promise you, all these people that be screaming they love to be outside are homeless with no foundation and no family to go home to, or a home to go to. How, how you get in trouble in your sleep, though? I don't know, but you ain't got to tell me twice. <laughs> Bet y'all right. won't dream no more. <laughs> I won't dream no more. <laughs> all right. Well, when we come back, we got your rumor report. It's New Music Fridays, a lot of new music out. And we'll get it on for you when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is The Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. All right. It's New Music Fridays. You know, music is released on Fridays now. It used to be released on Tuesday, but now each and every Friday, uh, that's when music is released. Megan Thee Stallion has a new single out we played earlier. It's called Thought Ish. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, Kodak Black has a, a four pack out. It's called Happy Birthday Kodak. And one of the songs features Yo Gotti and Little Keed. Uh, Polo G has his album Hall of Fame out. And, of course, Migos has their album, Culture 3. We've been playing joints for them all morning long, and that is your new music. A lot of music out. I don't even know how y'all keep up. I don't know how y'all consume all this content. I, I, I listen to things that I like, things that I'm interested in, and I listen to recommendations. There's no way somebody can consume all that music, bro. It's impossible. That's why nobody's lists are accurate, right? You could do a top 10 list of rappers, mm-hmm. a top 10 list of albums, whatever it is. Unless you're literally listening to every single thing that comes out, your list is just a matter of, uh, you know, it's just, it's just subjective. That's all. Yeah, That's absolutely. It. And lastly, I got a call yesterday. NLE Chopper hit me up yesterday. Called my phone. Said he had a new record that he wanted to give us. He said that um, it's dropping uh, on Sunday, next Sunday for Father's Day. 
but he's going to uh, give it to us a little early because he wants us to play it. He says that he has a, a, a child and he hasn't been able to see his child. So the letter is dedicated to his child for Father's Day. So he was uh, he said he, he really wants to see his child and he made this music and he wanted to give it to us first for all the fathers that's fighting to see their children. You know, maybe the baby moms is acting up or there's a problem or situation and they can't see their child. So he's doing that song for you them. You should have led with that. Because I'm sitting there thinking, well, why can't he see his child? So clearly no, he's, he's having problems with yeah, the mother of his child, <laughs> mm-hmm. and the mother of his child is keeping his son from him. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's what, yeah. So right. you made, made it seem like, I'm, I'm like thinking, well, what's wrong with his FaceTime? Why can't he go visit? Like, what? You're stupid. I hate you. That's what I was thinking of the way you set it up. What else? Let me finish the story. Sheesh. Yeah, so NLE Chopper will be giving us, us for uh, Friday, next Friday, so look out for that. So shout out to NLE Chopper. Appreciate the call, brother. Salute to NLE Chopper. Uh, I recognize your evolution, King. Mm-hmm. I, I, we, we, we watched NLE Chopper grow. I like what he uh, what he stands for. I do, too. And I know him and his uh, mom listen every morning, so good morning. All right, well, that is your rumor report. All right, shout to Revolt. We'll see you guys on Monday. Everybody else, the People's Choice Mix is up next. You know we throw it back on uh, Friday, so let me know what you, you want to hear. You throwing it back. Just don't look back at it when you're throwing it. Who was the one that walked out the uh, the elevator backwards? I this did morning? that to mess with the security cameras. I always hope to bump into somebody. Nobody does that. Because think about it: if you're a security person and you watching back later and you looking, you like, why did why did Charlemagne just walk out the elevator who backwards? Who thinks about that? Though? And yeah, who why is he walking about that? down the nah. hall backwards? I nah. only see y'all don't be playing the things out. Nah. I be playing no. the things. You hoping you're gonna turn a corner and boom? <laughs> you bump into somebody. Oh, hey! Threaten me with a good time on a Friday. It's freaky, freaky, freaky Friday. Only do that to mess with the people looking at the security right. table later. They're gonna be sitting there rewinding it over and over, watch, wondering why is he walking backwards. Right, right, right. Anyway, well, shout out to Revolt. We'll see everybody else on Monday. The mix is up next. Don't go anywhere. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Hey, it's Angela Yee. By using brands like Dove and Hellman's, you're supporting Unilever and the everyday good they do. Like donating more than $25 million worth of everyday products and services to groups like Feeding America this year. Visit UnileverDoesGood.com to support communities impacted by the pandemic. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Uh, let me shout out to 105.3 The Beat in Atlanta. I'm here right now broadcasting live. Uh, you know, I've been doing my car show planning. The car show goes down July 3rd, so I'm here to make sure things are right. We're planning out every last detail of the car show. So anything that you could think of from security to velvet ropes to red carpet to uh, Atlantic City, I got to have porta potties to I have to have a weather person to watch the weather to make sure that uh, if it's uh, lightning that, you know, we report it and make sure people understand that there's so much that we have to do. So. A lot into planning. So I'm down here in Atlanta right now planning out the Atlanta one. And I can't wait to see you guys. So Atlanta, July 3rd, and also uh, August 14th in Atlantic City. I can't wait to see you guys and meet your family and all that other good stuff. So we're going to have a lot of fun. Hey, salute to my guy Louis V down there at a 105.3 to beat in Atlanta. They're doing a lot of really dope things on that station, man. Mm-hmm. Salute to my dude Louis V. Louis V reps the Metro, the 803 all day. And I just love seeing... The evolution of Louis V, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I remember when Louis V was just uh, just DJing in Columbia, South Carolina, and now he out here big time program director in Atlanta, man. So that's right. my guy Louis. He was PD in uh, uh Columbia too for a second. I think that's yeah. what I think that was his first PD job, if I'm not mistaken. But salute to my yeah. guy Louis V, man. I love seeing my Carolina people elevate. 
Shout to Scream too. Scream just stepped in the building. So what up, My guy DJ Scream. Scream just stepped in the building. See that? See that's why I like this Atlanta station, man. Louis V's here. Screams here. It's, it's, they they really like each other. Do hey. we not like each other in New York? Cause we don't really see too many people. Like Make that. sure y'all check out the Big Facts podcast on the Black Effect iHeartRadio podcast network with DJ Scream, Big Banks, and Baby Jade. Okay, best mm-hmm. one of the best hip hop podcasts out there right now. And next week they got the Ish Show. You know what the Ish Show is, right? Yes, I do. That's where they throw Dookie at people. If they, uh, it's like the Apollo, but they throw Dookie at you if you yes. whack instead of booing you. It's like the Apollo. They perform. People perform on stage, and if you trash, they throw Dookie at you. What? Not real Dookie. It's like the the Ish emoji. Uh, no, plus it's, it's real Dookie. It's not real Dookie. Stop it. Because people will believe that. So. That's and they'll gross. come there and they'll with Dookie and throw it at people. If you and bring be a if you bring real Dookie to a real if you bring real Dookie to a club, you get whatever you deserve. <laughs> if you bring real Dookie to the club, you're not gonna get in. All right, Scream said you're not. He's not gonna let you in. Okay, how about that? All right, when we come back, and if we you got smell the pos- like Dookie, you're not getting in. Yeah, and if you smell like Dookie, you're not getting in either. Goodness gracious! All right, positive note. When we come back, it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. And shout to uh, Anthony Ramos, man. Make sure you check out The Heights, all right? Now, critics are calling it the movie of the summer, and I just think it's pretty dope. i seen Oprah talking about The Heights, which is pretty dope. Okay. All right, now, The Heights is now playing in theaters on or on HBO Max for 31 days. It's rated PG-13, and go support our brother, Anthony Ramos. All right, now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? I do, man. This positive note, uh, I absolutely just got this. Uh, my my, my homegirl sent it to me on Instagram. My homegirl, um, Samantha Shepard. And this is a very, very great message for everybody out there going into the weekend. I just want you to know that your light, because a lot of y'all is shining out there. I see you shining. I see you glow. You've been doing the work on yourself, going to therapy, you know what I mean? Focusing on your mental and emotional health, and it's showing your light. <laughs> Is going to irritate a lot of unhealed people. Breakfast club, bitches! We all finished or y'all done? 